Hi, welcome to Three Dog Yoga. You're listening to a 60-minute flow class. When you're ready, grab your mat and let's get started. All right. All right, I think we're all here. Everyone brought their good attitudes today, yes? This is so good. Hello at home. You've, you've joined a mass conversation in progress and uh, we're just not gonna stop. Um, thank you so much for being here. Y'all look lovely, y'all look lovely. Let's start in child's pose and uh, get some yoga on. This is super exciting to see everyone. And um, I have a hard time turning down the music, but we're... Uh, Just gonna rock out for the first few. All right. As you settle into your space, take a moment, just acknowledge that you got here and whatever it took to get here, right? Like you're here now. And then Things had to go right in very specific ways for you to make it here. And you did that. And it may seem small. For many of us, it's a habit that we've gotten into to get on these mats. But they're good habits. They're good actions that we took to be here. As we move through this practice, right? we're going to breathe, we're going to move, we're going to give our bodies what they need. And in the course of yoga practice, we'll all find things that we really, really enjoy. Postures and concepts that we dig right away. And then we'll find things that are really, really challenging for us. Things that are just kind of meh. It's just yoga as this training ground for life. The idea is we got here with good intention, here to good purpose. The work that we do on these mats is good. And then each of us will find the good for ourselves. When we come up against those moments where we're challenged or where maybe just not engaged as much as we could be, it's our choice as practitioners to change our approach in a way that makes this good. You can make any posture, any practice good for you through choosing your own variations when you need rest, taking rest. Also examining the postures through new lenses, ways to explore your breathing, your focus, your attitude. And to create the things that you want to have more of. Next inhale. Come on up to hands and knees and take cat and cow pose, round and arch your spine and just tune in what's going on here with your mobility, right? So most apparently in these postures, spinal mobility, hips and shoulders. And also wrists and hands, feet, ankles. But also, how are you moving with your breath? Are you able to find that rhythm of full inhale and exhale? Sometimes not right away. We're trapped in that speed of life, the get things done. But yoga is not something we want to get done. You have long, slow breath in, long, slow breath out, and something really kind of mellow like this. You're going for long breaths. You're going for maybe like five second breaths either side. That's a long time actually in the context of like uh, 
one breath, but see, see if that, see if a five count breath on either side will work for you. If not, no big deal. But if you can, do. Good. Make your way back to hands and knees and then downward facing dog. And turn your toes under, lift your hips up. Just pause. Pause. Notice your space. So your hands and feet on the mat, you have four on the floor. Right. Can you pause? Can you be still? Is there something that's driving you to, to wiggle or move, fidget physically or mentally? If there is, cool, like notice it. What is it? What is that thing? Right? And like discomfort shows up in lots of ways for us. And discerning the difference between the, the discomfort of just being here and actual pain or need for change, right, is a powerful tool this practice gives us. Right? Do you need to shuffle around? Do you need to breathe more steadily? Right? What is most essential? Look forward to your hands. Walk forward into a ragdoll. We're going to have the feet wide apart. Go mat distance. And if that's not wide enough for you, if your mat's a little thinner, go wider. Bend your knees. And we're going to move side to side, bending one knee and then the other a lot. A really pronounced uh, kind of sway where you're getting almost like a lunge from side to side. So your feet, if they're not at the edges of your mat, go ahead and bring them out. This is going to work better if your feet are really out there. And then just really, yeah, go for it. So it's bending one knee, then the other. You're just feeling out your hips. Is anybody feeling anything in their hips? Yeah. Yesterday's practice, maybe. <laughs> All good. That's why we're here. Nice. Come on back to your center line. And you slide your arms to your legs. So forearms on thighs. We're going to sit back. Hips go low. Heart pulls forward, you're like a halfway lift with your spine, and then bow, exhale. Cool. We're going to inhale, send the hips back, come to a halfway lift, flat back, and then bow forward. Three more of those. You're going for parallel to the floor, abdominals in, heart forward helps, and then bow. Breathe in. And breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out. Release this time. Hands to the mat. We'll walk feet together. That might mean that your big toes touch, but they, you might just have your feet close underneath you. We're going to come to a halfway lift. Hands to your shins. This time, just bend the knees enough right, to really feel that you're parallel to the floor. That your mid-back is working. You'll feel you know, the muscles of your mid-back pulling your shoulder blades toward your hips. And pull your heart forward. Right, And that's a elongation of your front body, but it's coming from your back body, right? The back is doing the pulling and the front body gets long. Good. Breath in. Awesome. Exhale. Bow forward like you're lengthening down your legs. Pull yourself up. Good. Awesome. Bend your knees as much as you need to to get your chest and thighs together. Perfect. Next inhale. Mountain pose. Reach up. Accentuate your reach from feet to fingers. And then hands to heart center, some musty tea. You can close your eyes. You can set your eyes at your fingertips. Either way, you're getting centered and presence to this moment, this practice, this upright human being pose. And maybe you came to Matt with something in particular that, that you wanted from this hour. Or maybe a broader concept. 
just the idea that this was going to do some good. Either way, we have a moment to hold it in our vision. So we bring it with us as we move. Next inhale, mountain pose again. Reach up and really extend, like anti-gravity, go up. And then exhale, fold. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Really get there, feel the length of your front body. Plant your hands, step back high or low push-up. We'll breathe in for upward facing dog. Breathe out to down dog. Good. Look forward and walk or lightly hop top of the mat. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Good. Really pull your heart forward, then exhale, bow, hug in. Good. Press your feet down, breathe in, reach up from your feet to your fingers. And exhale, bow forward. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back. High or low. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Look forward, walk or lightly. Breathe in, lift halfway. And breathe out, forward. One more round, breathe in, reach up. And exhale, bow. Breathe in, lift halfway, flat back. Plant your hands, step back, high or low push-up, chaturanga. Breathe in, upward facing dog. So good. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Pause here, breath in. Long, slow breath out. On your inhale, take your right leg up behind you for three-legged dog. Yeah, squeeze it tight right, so that you feel that, that limb up there is, is, is in your control. Not much is in our control, right? But you feel connected from your hands to your foot up there. Press out through your heel bone. Pull the toes back towards your shin. Right, so a flex of the foot, good. Then bend your knee, heel toward your sitting bone, and let your hip open so the right hip... It stacks on top of the left as far as it's going to go. Yeah. Without pain. Like everything in this should say without pain, without force. Right. Every sentence, just put that on the end. Breath in, lift your knee way up. Nice. When you breathe out, bring your knee into your chest. Have a big step into a low lunge. If you'd like to take blocks underneath your hands, go for it. Have a few breaths to straighten and Bend, work this like cat-cow in which you've got long, slow breaths. And this is a bit more of a, you know, of a dynamic motion, right? So maybe you don't have a complete five-second breath, but go for as long of an inhale that you can like really do something with each side of your breath so that these each, the lunge and the pyramid, right, have purpose. The, we spend so much time these days like zipping between things, moving between tabs in our browsers or uh, apps on our phone, right? Taking some time to be in and experience things you know, physically, mentally, like emotionally, know what's going on, right? That's a skill that uh, we can sharpen. Next time you come into your low lunge, we're going to bring back knee down. Press into both feet. Come up Anjaniasana. You reach arms overhead. Look straight ahead. Keep your neck long. Right? Yeah, yoga doesn't need for you to get a sore neck. Lift your heart. Lift your fingers. 
The arms are in front of your eyes. You can bring your fingertips to touch. I guarantee you can do that without seeing it. Look forward. Your fingers are smart. Yeah. And then pinky and ring fingertips up. And when you exhale, pull this out into cactus arms all the way down into a W shape. Elbows pulled down, heart lifts up. And then squeeze the shoulder blades together on your back. Just big chest opening there. The arm bones don't go that far back, but the shoulder blades pull in. Then on an exhale, we're going to do the opposite. We're going to bring elbows toward one another in front of you. Maybe the arms come together. Maybe not. If the arms come together, elbows touch, pull the arms, uh, hands apart. Then we're going to lace the fingers. Like two hands making one fist. Punch upward. Right? It's the only punching we'll do in yoga. Pinky and ring finger knuckle up, and then hands to heart, to the mat. Tuck your back toes, shift back into pyramid. Stay here. Yeah. yeah. So there's the same thing we were doing, but you're going to stay there. And the front foot can peel off the floor. You pull the toes up. You're on the heel. That's possible. Uh, it's not necessary. So if that gives you pain in your ankle, something like that. You don't need to do it. But you're dancing between like, is this just something I feel like I don't like, or is it something that's doing harm? Right? If it's something you feel you don't like, join the club. That's why I'm watching you do it, not doing it myself. <laughs> you can always bet that the teacher is going to look at you, do your poses on the ones she doesn't particularly love. But you're just in that dance of like, is this something I should breathe through? Stay committed to kind of opening what needs to open, changing what needs to change. Or is it something that's doing damage? And the first principle here, ahimsa, non-harming, right, is to let it go. Nice, really good. One more breath here. Let your head drop. When you inhale, you're going to rock forward to the low lunge. Keep your back leg tight. Exhale, step back to down dog or low push-up. Upward facing dog. Meet up and downward facing dog. And take that all the way to child's pose. Come on down. Rest your head. Arms at your sides or out in front. You choose. The moment to feel the two sides of your body, the echoes of the movements. Um, notice the kind of tonal quality of you, of your internal space. Get out of the little room upstairs and down into your body. One more breath here. Whatever you notice is valid for you to see. And on an inhale, come on up to down dog. Land here. Feel the floor. Next inhale, you're going to take your left leg up and back behind. Okay? And then just pause with it and tighten the leg, straighten it, right? just to know that you're all the way engaged. Right? So, yeah, hands pressed down and forward. Can you straighten the knee? Right? Can you flex the foot? Right? If something's painful, you don't need to do it. Right? But as straight and tight as you can get the leg in order for you to really feel this line from your hands to your foot. Good. When you breathe out, bend your knee and let the hip kind of stack. So the left hip over right. Press your hands down. You still want to get length in both sides of your body. So our body will be real smart and try to like dump the weight over to the, the right and shorten that side. Instead, both hips up, both hips pulled. Yeah. Yeah. The hip crease of the right leg just as much good. You got this. Then use the outer edge of the thigh to lift the knee up. Yes. Right. And then knee to your chest. Come forward. 
and the low lunge series where you're just going to rock back and forth like cat cow. Always surprised with that leg overhead thing that I'm, that I can still squeeze the outer edge of the hip and get higher. Like, did anyone else think like my knees as high as it's going to go until then you're like, Oh wait, yeah. Gravity is real. Gravity is real. Y'all. It always wins. But you're just going to put off gravity winning for as long as possible. Like as long as humanly possible. Let's make it go into like third overtime before it wins. Next time, come into the lunge. We're going to place the back knee down, press into both feet, come up Anjaniyasana, arms overhead. You'll look straight ahead. Heart lifts. Right? So the idea of lifting from the center of your body rather than your nose or your chin, right? The back of your neck is going to stay long. Right? Yeah. Then you looking straight ahead, let your fingers find one another. That's proprioception. That's your coordination, right? And the more you practice it, the better you get at it. The more we use our eyes to manage our body, right, the less we develop these pathways that lead to coordination. That makes sense, yes? Like, it's kind of hard to do this now, but if you practice it right, without looking, they will get better at doing it without looking. If you practice it only with looking at them, they will get better at doing it when you look at them. We get better at what we practice. So like, it, it's not in our uh, best interest to cheat ever because we just get better at cheating. You can take your arms out to sides and down into that W shape. And then uh, check, in the, check, check in with your head. Is the, is the head falling forward? If so, no big deal. But lift up through the back of your head and then squeeze the shoulder blades together like wings on your back. Then you keep the spinal action that you've got going on right now. So we're not going to round the back. We're just going to bring the arms in front. And you may touch your forearms together. You might touch your elbows together. Might not. But the back is not going to round. You're going to keep your heart high. Lace the fingers. If you can lace the other thumb in front, like do that. Oof, feels like you're holding someone else's hand. And then punch up. And ring and pinky finger knuckle Nice. Then hands to heart to the mat. Shift your hips up and back. Pyramid. Yeah, I would have gone for a low push up too. Uh, thing. Oh, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really cool. Long, slow breath. Whatever you got going. And so. Uh, ooh. Yeah, like a breath, like for sure. I am not even going to touch the computer to figure out what that was. Um, <laughs> learned slowly, but eventually you learn. <laughs> um, it's probably like the weekly screen time report saying you've been on Zoom way too long. <laughs> Two more breaths here. Comb through anything that's tangled up physically, mentally, emotionally, right? Just like send your breath through it. Sand off the rough edges, right? Like whether that's physical or attitudinal, it benefits us to, to do that work. Awesome. Next exhale, go ahead and rock forward toward your low lunge. Take a moment here to lengthen out. Tighten your back leg a lot. Press into your hand, step back high or low push-up. Breathe in, upward facing dog. 
and breathe out. Down dog. Cool. Pause. Feel your body. Breath in. Breath out. Look forward. Walk or lightly hop to your hands. Breathe in. Lift halfway. And breathe out. Fold forward. Hug all the way in. At the end of your exhale, sit your hips down to knee level. Bring your hands to your legs. And now Utkatasana with hands at thighs. Press your hands into your legs. Lift your heart. Bring your hands together at heart center. Right, sternum up into your hands and then arms up, but keep the lift of the sternum, right? So when you felt your your sternum lift into your thumbs, keep that action. And if you need to bring your hands back to feel it again, do that. That action of lengthening from your navel to your sternum, right? Yeah, is not easy. This is not fun. No one thinks this is fun, right? You breathe and you breathe out. And if something's really terrible, like in your ankle or your knee, then you acknowledge that and you shift what you're doing to take care of your body. But the other way of taking care of your body is to strengthen it, to strengthen your mind around challenging tasks. Breath in one more, just one more, but make it long. And then you can fold out of this thing and there will be no more chair today unless you come back at four o'clock. And all bets are off. Inhale, lift halfway, flat back. And plant your hands, step back, higher, low push it. Breathe in, upward facing dog. Breathe out, downward facing dog. We're going to bring feet together on the center line or thereabouts. Look forward and step your right foot up the center line of the mat. Back foot turns flat. And then pause to look at your heels here. Put them on the same track. So that might be the center line, might be a little off center, but your heels are lining up with one another. Then take a moment to look at your front knee. Have it in line with your ankle, pointing the same direction as your second toe. And come on up, uh, hands to your hips. Just keep your gaze to your front knee and foot positioning for now. And you're, you're seeing now that your toes are pointing straight ahead, that your knee is in line with them. And while you're looking at your front foot, keep your eyes there. Yeah, keep your eyes there. Feel your back foot. Yeah, this is like when you see the word red, but it's in green ink, you know? <laughs> and your mind kind of does a thing. Right. Yeah, so you feel your back foot. You're looking at your front foot, you feel your back foot. You can do it, right? You can feel that foot back there, right? Back foot's pressing down and back. And then raise, raise your gaze to look straight ahead on your front wall or this front wall. And just know that both feet now are in position. Your hands are on your hips, one on each. Your body's turned to the side, like warrior two, or you can do that now. And if you feel the, the direction of your front foot is straight ahead, the knee is in line with it. You don't need to see it now. I'm going to tell you, you have that foot. It's been your foot your whole life. You do not need to watch it every day. Like, like you can put on your sexiest shoes and not even like have to look at your foot all day. Like some of you walk around in like four inch heels and you do not look at your feet while you do it. <laughs> I don't know what that's like. <laughs> Keep your gaze straight ahead. Float your arms up to shoulder height. Right, you still got feet, but they're down there and you feel them. Now, you, now here's an imagination game. My favorite one. Your back foot, it's on a dock. Your front foot is on a boat. And in this scenario, you, you do not want to get wet. Pull the boat to the dock. Now you are aware you have legs, yes? Oh, good. Excellent. Right? And like these things carry us through our whole day. And we sit on them half our day. And like, but they, they just do this work. It's amazing. Next inhale, front palm toward the ceiling, reverse warrior, but sit lower in the front leg. Like pull the boat closer to the dock. Good. On your next exhale, come up through warrior two, and then hands to your mat, step back down dog, or low push-up. Your choice. Your choice. Be happy with your choice. 
breathe in upward facing dog. It's funny how sometimes we'll make a choice, then we'll rush through the choice to get it over with. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Like, you ever notice that? If you're making the choice and then rushing through it because it's so awful, don't make that choice. It's fine. Like, make a good choice and enjoy it. Breath here, feel your body. There was a lot going on there. That was good work. Breath in. When you breathe out, you're going to bring your feet together on your center line. We're just marking the fact that we're moving to center. And look to your hands. You're going to step your left foot up about the center line of your mat. Back foot flat. And we're going to go heel to heel alignment. That used to be illegal in yoga, but no, it's fine. Heel to heel. Check that line. right? And front toe straight ahead. Second toe pointing straight ahead. You're looking at that, you're keeping that, and uh, bring your hands up to your hips as you turn your body to the side in warrior two, and you're still going to look at your front foot. You're going to be allowed, so look at this, guys. Like, I'm letting you look at your front foot the entire time right now. Like, how, this is like getting a Christmas present, a birthday present, or a Fourth of July present in this class. You know that. Like, you never get to look at this front foot. But today, you can lovingly stare at that front foot, and I want you to love it. Like, I want you to love looking at your foot. But, <laughs> yeah. Well, if you're, I mean, pretty much every class ever, someone's trying to look at this front foot always, right? You must love it. Yes. I mean, <laughs> but no, the reason we're looking up front at the front foot, like just be sure, assure yourself that like this is going on, but feel your back foot, right? So like you just, you know, it's like, like manage one thing at a time. You can now your, your back foot, like your mind has the map to that thing, right? Good. It's amazing how many people are now looking at their back foot. I mean, I'm just, I'm not going to like. You're cool. It's cool, right? And then you can go ahead and float your eyes up forward, right? But now, now it's like no going back. Now you're looking straight ahead. You will not be deterred. You have a front foot and you have a back foot, and they are both working as they should be. So you can like let go of, of like any like micromanaging, right? Because how many times are we just like micromanaging and pull like I hope I'm doing this right. Am I doing this right? I don't know. Am I doing this right? Yeah. Like we think that way until we start like getting distracted into like what's for dinner. You're doing it right. You're doing it right. You got feet, you got legs are working. Back foot now, it's on that dock and the front foot's on a boat, right? And you're pulling the boat in, right? Just be, I cannot wait for the yoga retreat in which we're actually like all given boats. And uh, <laughs> yeah, Croatia 2024 on the boat. I'm not lying. I'm not lying. Um, good. Really good. You got that? Then float the arms out, right? And here's the, here's the fun thing. Your legs are doing that. They're pulling together, right? What are your arms doing? Opposite. The arms are reaching out. You're trying to touch the front wall and the back wall. Same time. Yeah, keep your gaze forward. Yeah, it didn't go anywhere. Yeah. A lot of gazes went to the door. You know, I need to go lock it. Um, clearly. No one's getting out of here. Yeah. Good. Good. On your inhale. Reverse from palm towards the ceiling. Sit lower as you go. Sit lower as you go. You can. Just pull the boat closer to the dock. Yes. And when you exhale through warrior two, hands to the mat, step back, high or low push up. I mean, you've got legs, right? You got legs and hips. Breathe in, upward facing dog. You have a fully functioning nervous system. Down dog, breathe all the way out. Yeah. yeah. You know what's worse than feeling like warrior two is really hard? Not feeling warrior two, right? I'm not like, it's not even a joke. It's just like, the fact that like if you come out of that and you like feel that your hips just did something, right? And the time that you are spending here, well, well done. If we come out of warrior two and we didn't really feel anything, right? Like we, we don't want that. Good work. Look forward to your hands, walk or lightly hop top of the space. Breathe in, lift halfway. Good. And breathe out, fold forward. Good. You can pull your mat a little back so you don't have to hit your head. The next inhale, you reach up to standing mountain pose. Good. And then hands to heart center, pause. Cool. You're going to set your gaze to a point in front of you. You're going to work with a little balance. And this is going to be like there's no pose involved. So there's nothing to live up to. There's just exploring some balance. So you're looking straight ahead, set your gaze at eye level. And 
take a moment to be sure that that's really eye level. Lift your heart, lift the back of your head, stand as tall as you are. You don't need to be any taller. But then your eye level there. And most of us, most of the time, our eyes are down a lot of the day, whether they're looking at our phone or our work, right? So getting eye level, like it's a big deal. And it's a big deal to how we feel, like how confident and kind of alive we feel to be in this kind of vision that's straight ahead rather than down. So just find a spot, keep it. When you inhale, and bring your right knee up to hip height. We're gonna exhale the leg to the side. We're gonna inhale the leg behind. Heel toward the ceiling. And we're gonna exhale, almost put the foot down. Inhale, bring the knee up to hip height. Exhale, side. Inhale around behind, inner heel toward the ceiling. Exhale, almost put the foot down, or if you need a tap down, do. We got two more rounds. Inhale. Exhale. Breathe in and breathe out. Breathe in. Breathe out, breathe in, breathe out this time, foot to the mat and just pause. Pause and just be with anything that shows up. Breathe and smooth it out. Okay. So there may be all kinds of signals that your body's giving you to wiggle mentally or physically, right? but you can just stand and be calm. Right? And it's a really powerful place to be right? when you know that whatever life's thrown at you, you can stand, breathe, and be calm. Okay. Take the other side. When you inhale, your left knee up. And then exhale, side. Inhale, behind, inner heel up. And exhale, foot almost to its footprint. Inhale, exhale, inhale, and exhale, inhale, exhale, inhale. Breathe in, breathe out, really good. Breathe in and breathe out. Pause here, close your eyes, lift your heart, breathe. That was really good. Whatever the little monkey judge in your mind said about it, that was really good. Right. Can we just like evict that guy? Like, right? if he were helpful or she were helpful, right, we'd be perfect by now. Like, wouldn't you be a perfect human being if the amount of self judgment mattered? Like, if that helped, man, I'd be like 10 times over perfect. Right? Next, <laughs> you inhale, reach up, mountain pose. Perfect is overrated, y'all. Exhale, bow forward. Yeah. But still, right? That was great. Breathe in, lift halfway. Plant your hands, step back high or low push. Awesome. Breathe in, upward facing dog. And breathe out, down dog. Inhale, come forward to a high plank. Pause here. We're going to stay. You're gonna straighten your arms. Press the floor away. We're not going to stay forever. Like you're not moving in here, but press the floor. Squeeze your legs. Okay. 
and then draw your heart forward. Do everything you can to make this one unbroken line from your feet, right, through your legs, through your hips, right? And for a lot of us, right, putting the knees down will help bring your hips down. Uh, hands further forward will help. Good. Yeah, good. One more breath here. Just press the floor away. You are not a paperweight, right? And then slowly lower all the way to the mat. Lie down. And with the same amount of focus, release into the floor. That's harder for most of us, right? Most of us would be like, I'll just go back to that plank, please. Systematically from like feet all the way up your legs, just release, right? Release the hips and abdomen, chest, shoulders, arms, right? You just got like just heavy to the floor and you're allowing yourself to be held. Turn a cheek to one side because your nose doesn't need that pressure. I mean, unless yours does. If you need like your nose to be jammed into the floor, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna question that choice. <laughs> But like just here and like comfortable side or whatever you need to be at ease and close your eyes, enjoy your life. Right. And there will be what comes next. It will be, right? But we don't have to be involved in it now. And what has been was, and we don't have to be involved in it right now. One more breath here, soaking in. Slowly make your way up into Sphinx. So you'll point your toes straight back. You'll press your feet into the floor. We'll bring the elbows underneath or slightly in front of the shoulders. And I'll say I like to start slightly in front because then you can, uh, we're all going to pull the arms into the floor. And when you do, uh, then you can end up with the elbows pretty directly under the shoulders. Sometimes if you start with the elbows directly under and you pull, you end up shoulders forward. That makes sense. So you, you can give yourself a little uh, little grace there. And then arms pulling in, navel center up, heart up, tips of your ears up like you had pixie ears, lift them to the ceiling. And breath in and breath out. One more breath in. And then breath out. You're going to slowly lower. Come down just till you feel your ribs. Just find your ribs. Touch the floor. When the ribs touch the floor, slide your hands back. Thumbs in line with that lowest rib that you feel on the floor. Hug your elbows in and pull them back. Bring a baby cobra. A cobra. Where you're pulling the hands in the mat right around that, that space where the ribs are. Right? And then it's like you're trying to pull yourself forward. Lengthen your body out. Good. One more breath here. Then squeeze your legs. Lift them. Right, and we're gonna bring hands. Uh, they're they're your hamstrings. You can touch them. Bring them back to the hamstrings where your glute muscles meet your hamstrings. Right. That area right there, squeezed. Right. So whether uh, you associate that with your legs or your bum, right? it's a squeeze to lift. Keep that area engaged as you then extend the arms long. Squeeze, reach through toes and fingers. That's a good reach. Breath in. And then slowly release down. Awesome work. Press back to child's pose. Yeah, good. Breath in and breath out. And if you notice that that was really challenging, that means that you were really focusing. That's what's kind of cool about those prone back bends. Well, for, first and foremost, they're really good for our posture. But second, if you can get them to feel like work, that means you're really dialed in, really focused. And that's a good thing. Come on up to hands and knees then over onto your back and you're just gonna lay down lie down and set up for bridge so have your feet 
about hip distance apart. Have your arms at your sides and just lie down. Nothing else. Just like you're, you're just not like, you know, taking any breaks. You're just here and you feel the floor underneath you. We've changed position. You're here. You're present. Right? You're in the flow. You've got breath moving. Good. Awesome. Get a sense of where your feet are. You can't see them. This is going back to like, you know, you got to be aware of, of your body and its position. You want your feet about hip distance apart, basically pointing straight ahead, each of them kind of parallel. That may change. And then this is the this is the fun part. Close enough, but not too close to your hips. And I'm not even lying. Like, you know, there's all these things of like, oh, if you can touch your heels or this or that, all of those things. It's not true. Like some of us have longer arms than others, so it doesn't matter if you can get your fingertips to them, right? Your heels won't be touching your sitting bones. For, that, that is not a thing either. But find a place where you feel like your feet are at a good distance from your hips, where your shin bones feel just about vertical, not quite vertical, but just about. And uh, if you're not sure, Good, because like if like any of us say we're sure, we're probably either like lying or not paying attention. You're gonna press your arms down, press your feet down, and come up into bridge wherever you selected to be, because it's fine. It's fine. Nothing's gonna break. That's one of the things. Like like all the yoga lore. Like you're not gonna break yourself. Right. This is. And now just kind of feel. Are your feet? Are your heels right underneath your knees? Right. And are your knees wider than your feet? Here's the thing. You know how for years yoga teachers are like, oh, squeeze your knees in, squeeze your knees in. You know what else you could do to get your knees over your ankles? Y'all are smart. What could you do? You can take your feet wider, right? So all of that nonsense that like you have to squeeze a block and get your knees in, you, you actually don't. You could move your feet out. Now, is it a good idea to engage through your inner legs? Yes. Walk your feet just like scotch out. So you're just going to feel, and if you don't exactly know, that's fine. In fact, that means that you are actually working with some new pathways of brain to body, right? Which we all need to be doing like every day of our lives. So if your yoga practice brings you into places where you don't know, where you maybe are a little confused, where you're questioning some stuff, good. It's exactly where you're supposed to be. Walk your shoulder blades together underneath you. So this is just kind of like scooch move, right? You're just going to pick up one, right? And as you do, maybe you bring your hands together underneath you. But that is not the end game, right? Once the hands are together, you can still walk your shoulder blades together, right? Possibly. It's, it's possible. It may not happen today. But then, you know what you get to do? You get to hold the hands together, press the arms into the floor, and pull the arms apart. Right, so back to that idea of the union of opposite action, right? Hands are pressed together, arm bones pulling out. Good. Nice. Good. One more breath here. You've been in bridge a long time. Teacher is aware. Exhale, slowly release down. <laughs> Bring the soles of your feet together and your knees out to the sides for Supta Baddha Konasana. They were lovely. I just enjoyed looking at them. Good. You're welcome. Um, yeah. Obviously, there's like you know, one one polite person after that. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. That's a, I mean, it it's it's nice to it's very, it's nice to feel uh, that that was appreciated, but maybe it probably wasn't. <laughs> she does work here. <laughs> Just breathe here. We're we're here. We're in a happy place. You're just breathing in. Right. And that idea was just to to spend some time in there exploring because we mostly work in vinyasa. And one of the you know there's there's pros and cons to every way of practicing yoga of everything that you can possibly decide to do in life. One of the things with vinyasa is we often move through things in this really nice flow, and we get into a routine. And anytime we get into a routine, whether it's within our day our practice, our work, our relationships, we stop paying attention a little bit, right? And so sometimes we want to dial back in and pay a lot of attention in order to keep that skill alive in us. 
and to make progress. Bring your knees together and have a little rock side to side. And then arms out and belly twisting pose. You can uh, take this on any way you like. So belly twisting pose can be the super kind of flowy, like you just kind of, you know, get lost in your breath. Right? Not lost in your head, but lost in your breath. But that's cool. You can do that. Can also be more of a uh, an abdominal exercise or a uh, vinyasa of posture, right? Which is the the twisting pose, the tabletop pose, posture. There's different ways, different strokes, different folks. Just be in whatever you're doing. And appreciate your choice. Really nice. Last one, come on through it. And then back at center. Nose to knees, knees to nose. Curl in, tight curl of the spine, a little round and get as much of your spine off the floor as you can. Hips up, shoulder blades up, your curl, your tuck tight, breathe out. When you breathe in, we're gonna go all four up and head down and then exhale curl in then you reach all four out to about 45 degree angle head down lowest rib down and then curl and then all four out like split the difference there toward the ground. So I don't know, like I took it 22 and 0.5 and back to curling in. And then an extension, like as low toward the floor as you go, arms in line with the eyes, heels just hovering and exhale, curl. One more at the height of your choice. We're gonna extend out. And you'll stay there, breathe in and breathe out. Reach long fingers and toes, extend. And then exhale, just knees into your chest, head and shoulders, stay down. Then happy baby pose. Take your knees out to the sides. Catch your shin bones. It's nice here to have block under your head. Uh, you could catch the inner edges of your heels. Keep your sacrum, your hips on the mat. Oh, yeah. So there's always one that wants to rock. Maybe there's like, okay. uh, which is, it's it's not a, it's a, not bad. You can do that. You can do that. Um, but eventually bring your hips to center right, and drop heavy to the floor, leg bones down and heavy. Right. So, uh, yeah. Yeah, someone in some yoga class somewhere started this happy babies or rocking pose thing. And like it caught on. Like, I don't know, it was like Santa Monica in the 90s, and like someone decided that happy baby was supposed to rock, which which makes sense. You know. No one started the trend of like happy baby putting their toes in their mouth though. Um, yeah. Good. From here, you can keep the right leg in the happy baby. Bring the left leg to Subtabhadakanasana again. So you've got one side doing happy baby, one side's doing the butterfly, and left hand uh, to the inner thigh. So we're bringing both leg bones down toward the floor, just in different angles. Breath in. And breath out. Breath in. And breath all the way out. 
one more like that. Then you're going to turn the sole of your left foot to the floor, right foot to the outside of the thigh. So you've got a reclined pigeon or figure four cross there. Let the legs move over to the left. And left hand to the shin, press the shin forward. Breathe in. Breathe all the way out. You know, let the work of the hand slowly dissolve. Unwind the leg, but stack the left on top of the right. You got a twist here. And just press your right knee toward the side wall, elongating right side body. You can even use your left hand on your right hip. Just give yourself your own adjustment there. Then slowly come back to center. Pause, soles of both feet to the floor. Adjust so that you feel your sacrum, your rib cage, and the back of your head. One line down the center of your mat with plenty of room for your low back and your neck. Right. And just take your time. If you're not sure, go ahead and just like wiggle that. Make sure that you feel that's going on. Right. And then again, happy baby. Go ahead and take the legs out. Hips stay down. You'll release the right leg this time into Supta Baddha Konasana, right hand to right inner thigh, left hand to left heel, and we breathe. Dropping both legs heavy, and it doesn't matter if you hold your heel or you hold your shin, or you can grab a, a strap for this. Or you're looking to ground your hips, to drop the leg bones heavy, to get some good opening work there and, and let gravity work on you a bit. Let gravity be your friend here. Notice if you're getting like, tension in your jaw or your fingers, you probably didn't come to yoga for that. So it doesn't have to be so hard, right? If you are getting tension in your neck, your jaw, your fingers, slide your hand down or grab a towel or a strap for this, right? The, uh, the reaching arm, right? Uh, you know, if you had wanted to do lap pull downs, you could have gone to the gym. Right? Uh, this is this not a great substitute for your your daily uh, lap routine. Yeah. Actually, don't have a daily lap routine. I, I don't know if you do. Like, uh, you don't need one, but you might want one. I don't know. Just not here. Breath in and breath out. You bring the sole of the right foot to the floor and cross the left and over. And then let that whole operation turn off to the right. You're going to catch the shin with the right hand. And then you're just going to press equally shin into hand, hand into shin. And again, you don't have to go white knuckled with the hand or, uh, or hold on. Like it's, you know, it's funny how like, you know, the, the human uh, creature can turn everything into a pull up. <laughs> like I got to hold on for dear life. But yeah, it's uh, Good. There's a light movement of the leg forward that just helps keep this engaged. That's all we're really looking for. And the hand is there to give some feedback. Certainly, it's also a good way for us to explore how we take things on, how we're, how we're holding ourselves in different situations. And to be able to give ourselves some grace when that's appropriate. 
from here. Just slow dissolve of the work of the hand and the leg. Then leg just slides around to stack on top in a twist. You press the left knee over towards the side wall, just elongating side body. You may need to, to adjust a little bit for this to be comfortable. Please do. You can use your hand on your hip and elongate your side body. It's kind of a pull of the leg over the side. Good. Nice. Breath in. And then slowly back to center. Undo it. And hug your knees in. Take your time. Have a moment with yourself. And just. And then. Make your way to Shavasana. Like, if there's anything you need to be more comfortable here, please take that as like part of your practice. And right. if you can, just move into deep rest. Like, do. You got this time here. Right. It is soak up. And to let dissolve. This practice of yoga is all about that duality of creating something really, really good, really, really beautiful with our time. Learning from it. And also allowing it to go. To clear the slate for what's next. Before moving on to what's next. And that way we experience it fully. And it's a lot like a Tibetan sand painting. Where... The most beautiful design is created and then has to be swept away. And the design is made more beautiful because it's ephemeral. But the image, the color, the beauty of the painting is still with us after we've seen it. The sensations, the lessons, the emotions of the practice that are nurturing, hopeful, helpful, they're still with us. When you feel ready to come back, start with deepening your breath. And empty completely like everything you took in and then some stuff that just needs to go, stuff that was never yours. And next breath in moves like a light through a clear space into hands and feet, fingers, toes, give them light movement, spread wide and, and feel the edges of you. Then roll to your right side and 
make your way to seated. Take any comfortable seat. Let your eyes stay gently closed, or you could set them straight ahead softly. Just have a moment to be in your space, to land, to be clear. And to lift and broaden through your body. Taking up like more space, right? But in a way that's receptive, right? That we hold space right? and make that space available for the perception of the space around us. I'm going to draw hands together at heart center, thumbs to sternum, and sternum lifts to thumbs. And you feel the buoyancy of your heart. Thumbs to forehead center. We pause for a moment, sending our attention out right, toward one another. in appreciation for the time, practice we've shared, we offer each other. Namaste. Namaste, that was super, y'all. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, Thank you, you for joining us. Awesome, here. well done. We'd love to see you online in our Zoom classes. You can join us at 3dogyoga.com. And if you'd like to support this podcast, we're on patreon.com slash 3dogyoga. Thanks again for practicing with us. Namaste.